Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Kropp. And good morning, everybody. Great to be with you in Political Coffee as we start talking today about the f- stuff, political stuff. It does impact your life, and we're going to do that, I hope, in a manner that helps you Change your world by having those persuasive conversations with persuadable people. Because after all, that's what it means, ultimately. Does it matter that Nikki Haley has uh, said she's running for president in 2024? Does it? Does it matter that Kate Brown has appointed the superintendent of state police to be the guy who shot and killed Lavoy Finnegan. That was revealed by accident in the trial of an FBI agent who lied about the shooting in August of 2018. Oh, She also appointed, Tina did, a guy, Philip Castle, to be the Department of Public Safety Standards and Training Director. Yeah, he was the, um, he was the diversity talent acquisition and diversity manager at the Oregon Healthcare Authority or the Healthcare Authority in Washington State rather I, I apologize the diversity manager what direction do you think we're going hmm? um, hey happy Valentine's Day to you all I hope that it is a, uh, a blessed day for you today. It's also Oregon's birthday. This day, 1859. Oregon was literally admitted into the Union as the 33rd state. Oregon's not been a perfect place. Also, coming up in four days is um, the day that we learned, February 18th, 2015, that John Kitzhaber had corruptly allowed his girlfriend well it's the day it all culminated we learned about it long before that he resigned from office on february 18th 2015 
I gave us Kate Brown. Thank you, John. I served under John. By the way, the Northwest Observer has this story. You can check it out at northwestobserver.com. That's Mike Neerman's website. Thanks to all of you who showed up last night at the political coffee clatch at the Honky Tonk Bar and Grill. A little bit of a smaller group for us. I know it's there's snow on the ground out there right now. Uh, so it's no wonder I expected that we probably wouldn't have a, a large group. But we did have a special guest speaker, which we're, we're going to try to have in two weeks. We'll try to have Kevin Mannix in two weeks to talk about his great bills that will restore sanity to Oregon's voting systems processes, if you will. We hope to have him join us uh, for a few minutes in two weeks from last night. Last night, we did have Dr. Satya uh, Chandragiri, I have to say his name correctly, I have to slow down a little bit, Chandragiri, who is a, a physician and a psychiatrist, has been in Oregon a long time, he is a member of the Salem-Kaiser School Board. And for those of you who don't like what's going on in the Salem-Kaiser School District, you will like him because he is standing tall, even though two other members, conservative members of the, the board are resigning or not running re-election. He is staying in the fight, and thank God he is. But he needs your help. So... I want to urge you to take any opportunity you can to reach out to him and help him get across the finish line. It's his website is Satya for Schools. S-A-T-Y-A is his first name. Satya for schools.com. Satya for schools.com. He uh, he's stuck with us the entire event because last night at the political coffee clatch was was a time of us coming together and, and talking about a few things. What I learned is shocking stuff I learned yesterday afternoon in watching and listening to the Arizona Senate hearing on elections and specifically Clint Curtis talking about how something I didn't know. Now, Josh Michaels joined us last night, you know, remember him from uh, his work here on, on KSLM. He joined us last night and reiterated something that uh, that we have sort of suspected for a long time, but really didn't have it, um, really didn't have it in uh, confirmed. I didn't know that any elect, any computer, let's say in your home, that is that you, let's say you have Wi-Fi in your home, okay? Any computer that you have just plugged into a wall outlet 
any computer that's just plugged into 110 volts can be hacked through your wireless system that's connected to the internet. Or anything else that's hackable. How about your TV? They're hackable, folks. Especially those that are made in China, which is why the U.S. government does not does not um, allow these Chinese-made products or TVs and other things made in China inside secure facilities. Oh, yeah, they still sell them out there to the soldiers. But at any rate, um, it's, uh, it's most interesting, friends, as this continues, we're going to see, uh, we're just going to learn a lot more. But here's what's interesting. And this might be a question starter for you. Clint Curtis's testimony, as the Democrats tried to poke hole, here's what was fascinating. Clint Curtis testified in front of a U.S. Congressional Committee in 2004, I believe it was. As you see, he was hired by the then Republican Speaker of the Florida House of Representatives. He was hired to write a computer program that would change the votes inside the computer to be to make it look really close just change a few and you would never be able to detect it unless you saw it in the source code remember source code is what is quote unquote proprietary software so you and I pay for these black box voting machines right from Dominion or ESNS or Hardit or Civic or whomever and we can't look inside them because it's their source code is proprietary. He testified about how he wrote this program as a test. That's all it was. That's what he was told. We're just doing this to test to see the theory if you could literally change the votes inside of a vote tabulation machine or a vote voting computer or whatever. And he did it. And it wouldn't leave a trace. That's the testimony that they played that he also gave in person yesterday down in Arizona. This was all on the Gateway Pundit. I watched it live. You can go back and watch it for yourself. He's the one who said it doesn't matter whether you're, and this is the term they used in Oregon in the Washington's County trial, doesn't matter if it's air-gapped or not. First of all, the modems are so tiny, you can barely find them. Experts can barely find them buried within the circuitry of these machines. Modems that are wireless modems that turn on and allow access. But even if you don't, they can be hacked because they're plugged into the same electrical system that's plugged into other wireless things like your wirelessly programmable thermostat, like your Wi-Fi system. 
like your oopsies, your TCL TV that I have on right now that's made in China, that's hackable. It's not only hackable, but it's plugged into the internet. Why? Because it's an internet TV. If you have your computer plugged into 110 and you have Wi-Fi or anything else in your house has Wi-Fi, like your power meter, power company, where they don't drive up there anymore and read your meter, it's radioed your usage. Yeah, that, uh-huh, it can all be hacked. And if your computer is plugged in, even if it isn't connected to the internet and it's plugged in, it can be hacked. That's what Clint Curtis said yesterday. Now, it stunned me because I had not heard that before. Have you heard that before? Again, this show is about you changing your world by hopefully learning things that you can use to have persuasive conversations with people. Do you think you could start a conversation with someone today and say, did you know that your computer, even if it's not connected to the internet, can be hacked just because it's plugged into your electrical outlet? What? Yeah, it's true. And it's old technology has been around a long time. It's 620. We'll get into some other things that are Oregon specific today. Don't go away. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It's 22 minutes past the top of the hour. You know, I think I want to break into that song. You know that great song from... You know, we always hear it at Christmas. This is Dean Martin saying, baby, it's cold outside. Yeah, because it is cold outside. No, I'm not going to sing the song. You're spared. It is cold outside. And if you woke up to a cold house this morning, you better call Freedom Heating and Air right away. And you know what? They'll get out to your place right away, and they'll get it fixed. Whatever heating system you have, they can fix it. 503 580 14 56 580 1456 check out their website freedomheatingandair.net that's freedomheatingandair.net i just love i don't know about you this the balloon theater it's called i think it's what gateway pundit um calls it the biden administration's balloon theater it's written by their their cia guy larry johnson uh gateway pundit this whole business about, wow, it's alien activity. I mean, you know, since they said they're unidentified flying objects. Well, folks, if you remember, I ended the show yesterday 
And by the way, I should give out the phone number 503-589-1220. is the power of Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff at 1220.am. Jeff at KSLM.news. I ended the show yesterday talking about some of these objects. A triangular object shot down by an F-16 that I guess had to shoot twice at it. There's a story about that also. Um, that was over Lake Huron. And then the cylindrical object that was over the Yukon of Canada, and we went up and shot it down for them because they asked us to. Well, I ended the show by saying these are likely American-made black projects that are probably... I mean, the cylindrical objects have been seen for a long time, hovering around neighborhoods in various places across the country. There's videos of it. You can find it. This is likely electromagnetic systems that the, the government has spent billions of your tax dollars, my tax dollars, researching. Some say it is all captured alien technology that we've reverse engineered. Who knows? There's lots of strange things that have been seen in the skies around Area 51 and other places. Not just Area 51, by the way. There's other places. Bottom line is these cylindrical objects have been seen for years. They are likely American black projects. Was that what was shot down over the Yukon? Did they sacrifice one of them? I mean, have we found the wreckage? Nah. The triangular object, we know that government research projects have led to the creation of, again, magnetic propulsion, triangular-like objects. They're called drones, folks. Now, we have stealth drones, even the ones that they allowed to be engineered to be shot down, quote-unquote, or brought down by the Iranians. Remember that during Obama's administration? That's what these things are. That's what I believe. They're not UFOs, folks. They are American-made black projects that are being sacrificed by Biden to make him look better, strong. Again, the second shootdown did not occur until after the polls came out, where Biden's just getting destroyed in public opinion because he won't defend U.S. airspace. Now you got Kirby. There's a story about him today. John Kirby, former left-wing admiral says Chinese balloon program operated during Trump's presidency, but the Trump people didn't detect it. We detected it. Really? Now, come on, folks. The difference is very similar. There was a balloon that went across the southern a Texas military bases, Florida military bases. This is what, this is the graphic they put up 
over Guam, over Hawaii, over Coronado, California, you know where the Navy SEALs are based? And a few other places. Now again, the intelligence, the executive secretary, chief of staff of the U, the National Security Council during Trump says he was never notified. That's General Keith Kellogg. Folks, they have got to defend. They've got to try to make Biden look strong. Trump hating John Bolton said he was never notified. DNI Rick Grinnell under Trump was never notified. Former Defense Secretary and Trump hater Mark Esper was never notified. Neither was Secretary of State CIA Director Mike Pompeo. Neither was President Trump. Neither was Trump hating Defense Secretary under Trump James Mattis. And of course, former DNI John Ratcliffe. What's scary is that if it did happen, as the Pentagon now is claiming during the Trump years, what's scary is that the top leadership in the president of the United States wasn't notified about it. Why did that happen and who's responsible for that? Maybe somebody ought to ask John Kirby and the liars in the Biden administration that question back in the moment at 630. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. 24 minutes uh, before the top of the hour. You know, you heard a commercial about Rebecca Donaldson and Homes for Heroes. That is, uh, that's a wonderful thing. Uh, whether you're veterans or first responders, it's a great program. You should check it out. Rebecca's got houses.com. That's her website. Rebecca's got houses.com. Just another great reason for you to consider about, you know, talking to Rebecca and her team. If you're thinking about buying or selling a home, they know what they're doing. They're really good at what they do. That's why they won best of the Willamette Valley. Rebecca Donaldson, 503-269-0747, Hey, by the way, there's a Rhode Island bill that would make it possible for illegal aliens to vote. Now, that would be in state elections only, not in federal elections. Uh, Freddie... A couple of things he texted me. First of all is to remember that the first Chinese balloon was spotted by a reporter, wasn't alerted out of the federal government or the Pentagon, was spotted by a reporter. You see, they were going to keep it quiet. Now, did Biden know about it? 
Well, we know the Pentagon had been tracking it since it first entered U.S. airspace over Alaska for a week before they decided, well, to fess up to it. Why? Well, because a reporter saw it, took pictures of it. And today is also the anniversary of, I mean, it's Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day to all of you out there. I hope you have a great one. Freddie said it's, the, first, it's uh, the anniversary of him landing in Vietnam. The adventure began. It was a very big deal. Or always is to any of you who've ever been there. 503-589-1220 is that Power Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm. Dot news. Um, yeah, there's a bill in Oregon here, House Bill 2601. This is from Ed Deal, who uh, is a new state representative Republican out in the state and area, as most of the district that I used to represent when I served in the House of Representatives. Uh, 2601 directs the Department of Treasury in Oregon to make investment decisions based on the interest of climate change activists instead of making sound financial decisions with your money. And it will negatively impact PERS pensions funds and others. And in fact, he says it will reverse all of the hard work in recouping the funds value over the last 15 years. Oopsies, but doesn't matter. Oregon Firearms Federation, and thank you, uh, Tim, I think, for sending this to me. Oh, by the way, did you see this bill in, uh, in Idaho? It amends existing law in Idaho to prohibit certain conduct regarding food that contains a vaccine or vaccine material. Now that's interesting because it's already law. But it gets, it basically it's this folks. It, it basically bans the use of vaccines that stimulate production of antibodies and provide immunity to consumers in the food change. Now this also kind of get gets into genetic modifying of the body. It's all about vaccinations of humans through the back door by vaccinating the food supply. It also specifically does not prohibit the vaccination of livestock against current livestock diseases. It's an interesting bill in Idaho, folks. There's a reason folks are moving to Idaho. Anyway, Oregon Firearms Federation, uh, the latest on the Oregon, it's their update from yesterday, Oregon Supreme Court 
upheld the obju- the injunction against ballot measure 114. Now, they make it clear, our Oregon Fire and, and Kathy and Rich, hang on, I'll get to you in a second, 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. To be clear, they write, the Oregon Supreme Court has not declared measure 114 unconstitutional and has not ruled out implementing it in the future. They've simply said it would be premature to intervene as the case has moved through the Oregon courts. So while they write, for the moment, gun owners and gun dealers are not being subject to criminal penalties for engaging in lawful and constitutionally protected activities, gun owners are still very much at risk. Now, of course, they then note the federal judge reached the opposite conclusion in spite of the clear precedent of the U.S. Supreme Court. Now, the federal judge allowed Oregon to crush the one small safeguard built in both Oregon and federal law that allows a qualified person to take possession of a firearm if the state police simply don't do their job and complete a background check in a timely manner. And then they go on to talk about how people have been denied their rights due to OSPs dragging their feet, apparently, according to to them. And then they say, this is where we are now. Gun owners are somewhat protected by the state judge's injunction. Though thousands are still being denied their rights due to the inaction of the Oregon State Police. However, the Oregon Department of Justice and its militantly anti-gun attorney general have made it quite clear that they will do all they can do to force the implementation of Measure 114 and its unconstitutional and extreme restrictions on civil rights. There's going to be a hearing on, in the federal lawsuit, a preliminary injunction against Measure 114. Because the Oregon Supreme Court refused to overturn the state injunction, now listen to this, the federal judges decided she will bypass that step in federal court and move directly to a full trial on the constitutionality of the measure. The state will also have their version of that. Off is quite confident that the Second Amendment will be upheld in state court, but that it will be appealed to the Oregon Supreme Court again, and sooner or later it's going to end up in federal court where Off's lawsuit is now. They anticipate full trial in the federal court sometime in June. If they prevail there, it'll be appealed to the Ninth Circus Court of Appeals and who knows where it goes from there. They say, make no mistake, this measure will be found unconstitutional. And then they talk about how the Second Amendment is winning all across the country. They need money to continue this fight. And there's a link on their website where you can make a contribution. This thing cannot stand, folks. It's got to be taken down. Let's go to the phones. We'll go to Kathy first. Kathy, good morning. Good morning. Um, I don't remember everything about this, but... Um about a year ago, there were several um, cow deaths. I mean, like hundreds of cows all of a sudden dead. And I haven't heard anything about that. I can't imagine being a cattle rancher and not having a necropsy done. 
Um, so I'm wondering if you heard anything about that. And um, so do I have to have Wi-Fi in my home for anything to be hackable in here that I have plugged into an electrical outlet? How do... No, you actually don't. And it is because your power line that runs into your home carries transmission signals. It's okay. Tech, technology's been around a long time. Now, your computer, generally speaking, has to be on for it to be hacked, hackable. Okay. So if it's plugged into your wall outlet, it can be hacked if it's on. Now, there is some technology out there that says it doesn't have to be on and they can still go through those lines that are plugged in because there's power still surging into your computer, Kathy, whether it's the only way you can stop this is to literally just unplug your computer from the wall. That's the only way. But then when you plug it in, guess what? It can be hacked. What about charging phones? What's that? What about charging phones? Same thing. They're all hacked. Everything's All right. Sorry. I don't like it either. Back in a moment at 648. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Ten minutes till the top of the hour. I wonder if the new superintendent of state police in Oregon, the guy who shot and killed Lavoie Finnicum, has anything to do with the OSP slow walking all of these, you know, background checks to buy a gun. I, I just wonder. By the way, one of our regular emailers has a interesting email about, well, his military career and ufos oh that ought to be interesting but first we got to go to rich rich good morning how are you good morning a couple of quick things one i don't know what adjective to use so i'll just throw something out isn't it ironic strange or crazy that we have all this high-tech stuff but yet our government is full of treasonous fools Um, are they treasonous fools or are they just treasonous people who hate America because they're elites? Well, I'd say they're a fool if they expect it's going to gain them anything when everything goes the wrong way. But anyway, like I said, you pick an adjective. All right. <laughs> okay. I mean, you know, where, where do you want to call them? The, uh, you know, Biden has them come over so they can see what kind of land they want to buy. And he, the big guy's now got getting 20%. Who knows what's going on? Next, um, 
There's a gentleman I've been listening to is a lawyer, and he says that a lot of these lawsuits, like the one for 114 and stuff, that one of the yeah. reasons for the delay is they're hinging on what's going on with uh, the uh, federal judge Benitez out of San Diego. Oh, uh, that, that's right. There's a case down there that is... Uh, it's, it has to do with the California law that was passed, yeah. It that, has that to do could with be. standard capacity magazines and the right. AR ban and all the other things they're pulling. And if that goes down the way it looked, see, he's part of the Ninth Circuit Court. Right. So once this goes down, it's either going to go straight to the Supreme Court or it's done... Uh, Gruesome Newsom is already saying that he pretty much thinks they lost. They meaning him. If that's the case, that supersedes everything that's going on up here. Since we're all in that district. Yes, because it, that is correct. You're you're absolutely right. Now, nobody's talking about that, by the way. I mean, you're the first person to articulate it. I, I have heard it, but I haven't read that anywhere. Have you? Uh, well, yes and no. It depends upon if you... I guess if you read the stuff, you can read between the lines as everything's hinging on where that goes. Yeah. Okay. Rich, great point. Thank you. Thank you. Stock and trade. I appreciate the other thing, too, is it wouldn't surprise Quick. me if state police is dragging their feet. Uh, it's uh, stock and trade. It is, and I will guarantee you that this superintendent will have pledged to be a woke superintendent. I'll guarantee you that. Thanks, Rich. Uh, quickly, before I go to Art and then Gary, I want to remind you, if you're looking for a contractor, you can literally trust to come into your home and not screw things up with a very messy bathroom or kitchen remodel. You need to call Righteous Renovations. Check out their website, righteousrenovations.com. That's Eric Azer's website, RighteousRenovations.com. Let's go to Art. Art, good morning. Morning, Jeff. A couple of things real quick. I find it real interesting that we are, our illustrious governor is replacing the head of the Department of Safety Standards and Practices for no reason. I believe the individual who was doing that job, was doing a fine job, and I've heard nothing about uh, any negative stuff going on. So let me just say the woke agenda of the Democrats uh, is afoot, and we should be definitely uh, concerned about that. And then I wanted to give you some information because we need to, I believe, do something about it. The Department of Forestry uh, is proposing cutting back on timber harvesting, which, as you know, will affect funding to all our counties and stuff from the timber industry. And I don't like that at all. Uh, and so there's an article in the Statesman Journal. Uh, I would encourage you to check it out. And then us to do whatever we can to make sure that the timber harvestry at least stays the same so we have the money from that harvesting to run our counties. The article's in the Statesman Journal. 
Yeah, I'm I'm looking for it uh, right now. Thanks, Art. I appreciate that. that. That's you're absolutely right. That's they're going to do everything they can to lock down all monies to schools from timber because it's bad to cut a tree. Thanks, Art. I appreciate it. Uh, before care. we go to Gary again, want to remind you, friends, that if you're looking for a great new Honda. You should check out Power Honda. They're down in Albany. They also have a, in fact, if you drive by there, they have a great selection of pre-owned certified vehicles of all types. Power Honda. Check out their website, mypowerhonda.com. It's got to go where, well, let's go to Gary. Go Beebs. Hey, Jeff. Go Ducks. So you remember a year ago when people were getting thrown off of planes for not wearing their masks properly? Yep. How many cases of COVID do you suppose that uh, solved, cured? Uh, zero? <laughs> Probably zero. <laughs> uh, just a useless gesture uh, to make it look like they were doing something. Unbelievable. Hey, I was going to mention, um, we're having a uh, meeting at uh, the uh, Black Bear Diner, 6 o'clock, and we're going to be going over treatment uh, procedures for the uh, really nasty cold slash COVID that's going around right now uh, and how to use a nebulizer, uh, which is the biggest tool to stop the, uh, uh, the coughing and everything else that goes along with it. So I just want to let your people know. That's tonight at 6 o'clock? No, 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 Thursday night. Thursday, Thursday, Thursday oh, it's night. Thursday, Thursday night. Okay, it's just the yeah. third Thursday night. So this coming Thursday night, the Black Bear Diner in Wilsonville. You can uh, you can meet up with Gary and his group, learn how to fight COVID and other things naturally. And not yes. have to get stuck with the shot. Thank you. Uh, you bet. Gary, I appreciate it. Go Beavs. Conrad, you got like 30 seconds. Go. Good morning, Jeff. I just wanted to say thank you for that great uh, meeting last night. And one nice thing about a small group is it's kind of intimate, and you get to meet people and talk to them. And I made a couple of really great friends last night. And I'm just kind of promoting the Republican Party as the party of love. The opposite party is the party of fear and hate. So, anyway, thank yeah, you, that's yes. for sure. The Republican Party is not the party of Antifa. The Democrats yes. are. No question about that. Thanks, Conrad. Appreciate you being there. Friends, um, we'll be back tomorrow night. Oh,